Hey guys! It's Peter and Mary, and welcome back to the Living with Hope podcast, a weekly conversation where we dig into God's Word and explore what it means to live with hope in Jesus. Mary, thanks for being on the podcast again. (laughs) I am loving these conversations, not only because I think Mary is a wealth of wisdom, but she is also just an amazing sounding board for me as I process what it means to live with hope and what it means to read God's word and understand it in our lives. And I think she is a reminder to me of why we need each other when it comes to walking by faith and this Christian journey. Well, that takes me back yeah. 15 years. <laughs> you start every podcast with, <laughs> that takes me back. Really? 15 years. Like, I think every podcast oh. you've gone back to 2005. I just, I think this is a special place for us to remember things that we wouldn't normally think about or talk about or put on video. Yeah. So what I was going to say, you said that I, something about, you said something nice like two minutes ago. Well, I just said you're a wealth of wisdom. Yes. Okay. Okay. But then I want to take it back 15 years. Okay. You took me to what was then Borders bookstore. All right. And so like uh, Barnes and Noble. Yeah. For those who are too young to know what Borders is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they went out of business. But okay, yes, so bookstore with a coffee shop. So he took me to the coffee shop. This was before we started dating. Okay. Oh, we're going way back. Wait, is this like, this was like we're interested in yes. each other, but before we started This was okay. like May, June, that yeah, sort of time. We were hanging out. We'd yeah. hang out with um, another guy from the youth group or another yeah, guy. Totally third wheel. Mostly a few other guys from the youth group and me and Peter. Okay. So I think this time it was just you and I. And we went to Borders and I feel like we got a pot of tea because it was like the cheapest oh, yeah. deal. You could get a pot of tea and it would feed both of us. And it was like, I don't know, a dollar seventy-five or something. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. Anyway, so we're sitting there and he was telling me about the way that he studies the Bible. Now you mentioned one of your did we mention this on the last podcast? The hand. The hand thing. Yep. So I feel like this was another resource that yeah. you often used mm-hmm. and you told me about it. Yeah. And we just found a journal. It's over in that closet. A journal where I had written down what he was teaching me. So So it's like a methodology or like it's basically a tool. It was an acronym for studying the Bible. And actually my sister and brother-in-law showed it to me. When you were like 14. When I was in high school and it became a framework for me. Like, because this is a question that many of us have in when we're early in our journey of faith or even down the road in the journey of faith, we're like, how do I read the Bible? Yeah. Like you hear quiet time or devotions and you hear these words and you're like, yeah, but like, how do I actually consume the information? Yeah. In a way that... We believe that God's word changes our lives and that hope in Jesus changes everything. And there's 
often for many of us an intimidating step of yeah. opening God's word and saying, okay, how do I, what, how do I read this and connect it with my life and how Jesus changes my life? And so, so you found this journal and it had, yes, and it reminded me. Yeah. So it would walk through these steps. We'd pray so it, say the, the word. Oh, PREP study. So P R E P S T U D Y. And it's an acronym. Pray, read, evaluate. Okay. Pray. Okay. And then prep. summarize, title, utilize, difficulties, ah. and yield. Okay. So, so it, yeah, go ahead. So it walks through just a process of number one, like you notice that prayer is beginning, middle, and end. That, that last yield it to God. Um, We believe that God's word, as we talked about in the last podcast, is breathed out by God and is profitable for building up and forming us into who we were made to be. And as we do that, we believe that the Holy Spirit, God's spirit that he has given to us, guides us and illuminates that word to us. And so as we read it, we, we want to just be in this posture of prayer. I think prayer and reading the Bible or meditating on the word, like it's hand in hand. It's, it's a process. And so actually one of the things that has been just super helpful for me, especially in certain seasons of my life is taking a passage of scripture each day and then rewriting it it, not in the sense of rewriting the Bible, but like <laughs> writing a prayer based on that scripture. So like using the language of that scripture. And so sometimes like some scriptures with, when it's a story or um, not necessarily like straight instruction, there's more like more steps to get from the story to how this connects with my life and like that prayer. Right. But uh, other passages where maybe it's a prayer itself, like writing it out and putting like ourselves in that prayer. And yeah. And I feel like that's just a way to, instead of just reading to consume, really saying, how does this apply or affect my life? So one of the verses or passages that's been sticking out to me, um, Romans 15 and specifically verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Mm. So if we were studying this passage and we got to that verse, we could try to apply that to our lives by like what Peter was saying, writing down a prayer that is based on that verse. Um, so that could be, and this is in your own words. Am I like articulating yeah. this right? So may the God of hope fill me today as I do such and such, as I go to oh, school or go, go to school, as I parent my kids, as I zoom meetings, you know, as I work in the yard, as I do the dishes and like, just like putting, taking this truth and thinking about your life and where does this connect? And so may the God of hope fill me in these moments with all joy and peace in believing. So God, help me to believe that you are with me in these mundane tasks and help me to abound in joy when my heart is heavy. Yeah. 
And uh, Lord, I know that joy isn't always a smile on my face. So help me to have contentment even when there are tears. And and so like walking through this this verse and yeah. starting to write down um, some of these things so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, I may abound in hope. And so God, I believe that it's by your spirit's power and not my own strength that I have hope. And, right. and it's not based on anything that I've done, but it's based on what Jesus has done for me. And so this is some of what, as I sometimes write out a prayer based on what I'm reading that day, some of um, seeing, making the connections between the word and life. And I think one of the cool things about a tool like the prep study, it gives us a framework um, because sometimes like you think of, oh, wow, so there's all these different steps, P-R-E-P, and it, it can feel a little overwhelming. But to me, it's less overwhelming because the unknown of like, how do I read this and then come to a conclusion that I can live by? Like, okay, here's how I can apply this to my life. That's like a really big kind of undefined nebulous idea. But for me, the prep study, what it did for me was it said, hey, let's just step through these things. Let's pray about it. Let's read it. Let's evaluate it and like make some observations. And then we're going to pray about it. And so it's like, it boils down just some, some steps that you can take that are helpful. Now, do I use the prep study, you know, 15 years later daily in my Bible study? No, I don't. However, doing it for however long I did it, I used that as my like guideline for many years. It helped train a way of thinking and coming at a scripture yeah. to, th- to help me think, how can I utilize it? Um, what are some things I find difficult to understand? It, you know, it walks yeah. through those different things. Yeah. And so, so those things are, you know, we've talked about some of these, but praying, reading it, and sometimes rereading it. We, we talked about that last week on the podcast, listening to it, maybe look at a different version and then, um, P R E evaluate. And, and that's where we start to ask questions. And, and I think that this is whenever I'm, walking with somebody who's learning to read the Bible for the first time, um, one of the like most helpful tools for us is to learn what questions should I be asking when I'm reading the Bible? Because ultimately, there, there's a lot of questions that are going to arise, but then also we need to also learn a framework of questions we should be asking. And so three questions I always encourage people to ask is, what does this tell me about God? What does it tell me about myself? And then what does it tell me about my response to these things? And so um, let's take Romans 15, 13 as an example again. So as we're evaluating this, um, we're asking, what, what does that tell us about God? Well, right off the bat, may the God of hope fill you with all joy. So he is a God of hope. Yeah, I, that is... A characteristic of who God is, not just something God gives us. And then also the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has power. Yes. So it tells us that. 
And then uh, let's jump off of that. What does that tell us about ourselves? We need help. <laughs> yes, that the power doesn't come from me to have to abound in joy and peace and hope. Those are three things that we see this prayer uh, praying for in our lives: joy, peace, and hope in believing. And and so we see that belief is something that we participate in. But all of these outcomes, and even the belief itself, we have a dependence upon the Holy Spirit. Yes. I'm yawning, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> I think something about this room makes me yawn. It is a little warm up here. <laughs> but uh, Amen I, to everything you just said. So, so we're just in that, we're kind of evaluating this, observing. Uh, another word for that is observing. Okay, evaluate. And, um as we do that, we're asking, you know, what does it tell us about God? What does it tell us about ourselves, it, mankind in general? Um, and then what does it tell us about our response? Like, so what? So that, okay, so we're talking about being filled with joy and peace. Mm-hmm. So is that the answer? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> well, we're, we're kind of asking that third evaluate question of what, what does this <laughs> b- passage tell us about our response to what it tells yeah. us about God and ourselves? So we want to be filled with all joy and peace, but also we want to acknowledge that it's not in our power. It's yeah. in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so what is one of the ways that we see exemplified in this verse? That <laughs> Are you laughing because you're like, I don't know if she's going to get this question. No, I'm kind of laughing because we're just kind of like doing I, what we were doing 15 years ago. Yes, um, we are. Yeah. Um, but I actually really, I'm glad that you guys can kind of enter in on this conversation with us because we do this, this kind of discussion frequently not like in a formal sit down way yeah. but we'll talk about passages and I'll I'll pose a question and then I'll forget what my question was <laughs> or or like you know it's just part of it and that's fine it's it's all gravy baby it's you all know? gravy baby but no i'm just yeah. saying like it's studying the bible and relationship with christ is not a formula it it doesn't fit in a box you don't have to be on time buttoned up have the answers properly like it's okay to ask questions it's okay to be like I'm not sure yeah like let's keep reading I'm not sure the answer and this is a classic shift we talk about of shifting from viewing it as this ritual that by doing this I get something or earn something or Um, It's shifting from that mindset to this relationship where I'm spending time with the God of all hope and I'm reading this word and I'm wrestling with what's it telling me about God? What's it telling me about myself? What's it telling me about how I live in light of that? And as I wrestle with these things, I'm, I'm spending time with my maker who loves me, who who gives me hope and fills me with joy and peace and that by his spirit, I can abound in hope. And, yeah. and as I grow into that, uh, these, this framework that we're talking about and these questions that we're talking about, these are not a formula. They aren't a ritual. They are simply a framework 
by which we can commune with the God of the universe and, and, yeah. and spend time with him. And, and so, like Mary said, I don't use this, you know, rigid study, but it helped develop for me uh, a formula kind of like when we were in grade school, we learned the times table, you know, like two times two is four and four times four is 16. And where are you going with that? What I'm saying is <laughs> I don't, to... I don't think about the times table anymore. Right. But it built a framework for yes. me of how to think about the world and mathematics. Numbers. Yeah. What I'm saying is sometimes we learn tools for studying the Bible or um, whatever, and it's simply tools to help us learn how to ask the right questions. And Yes, yes, yes. Because I think I would be very like unorganized if I didn't have that framework. Mm-hmm. It could just be like, oh, that's interesting. It's talking about hope and joy and peace and all of this. But this kind of gives me this framework to be like, so what, what is it saying about joy from like, where does our joy come from? You know, I thought of another tool that I really appreciate, but go ahead. What are you going to say? You can talk about your tool. I just realized you diverted from the question I asked. (laughs) (laughs) Which is how. Yeah. How do we live? Like, so you're talking about, we observe that, you know, joy, we want to seek these things and. It's by the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So the question was, how do we live in light of those things? Uh, What is a practical application of that. Do you have the answer to that question? Yeah. Go for it. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> it's kind of exemplified in how the verse is written. It's a prayer. Or it's it's this may the God of hope fill you with all um joy. Joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Like this should be a prayer that is part of my um, daily vocabulary or, or even, um, I, I want to ask God for this and not that, not only that, but we see, we kind of, as we study the Bible, we look at the historical context. We look at it, Paul's writing to the church in, in, uh, Rome, uh, and he's, um, we're in Romans, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and and he's unpacking the gospel and he's expressing his heart for them. And so one of the things I can kind of um, walk away from this with is this is something I can pray for for people. Yeah. For my friends. You know, I, I could send them a text today and say, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and, and peace and believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I know that I, I, somebody came to my mind as I'm reading this that needs to hear that it's not from their own circumstances or their own power that they have joy and peace and hope. And my hope is, as we tell others, that they're going to say it back to us and remind us of that yes. truth as well. Yes. The tool that I thought of okay. is from the Summer of Love. Okay. Um, <laughs> 2005. 2005. Good year. She calls it the Summer of Love because it's the summer we fell in love. All right. So we had, I don't know if I was the only one who had this or was this a part of the trip? We had these bracelets that said Axe. Okay, do you have to explain what just happened? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking kombucha. Actually, I, speaking of going back in time, this is orange 
flavored kombucha. And like, it's like, if I had to give this a name, it'd be Sunny D Kombucha. It's so good. Is it so good? Takes me back to my childhood. Awesome. Sunny D. Um, but there's okay. a little scoby in it and he spit it back out because yeah. he doesn't, it's All right, we do okay. not need to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. This, so we, I had a bracelet that said Axe as mm-hmm. in the book of Axe. Yeah. Did everybody have these? Was uh, it that trip? I don't, I don't remember, do you but know I, what I, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's, it's another acronym tool. for prayer. Yeah. And I really appreciated it. Yeah. So it's A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanksgiving. Supplication. Which supplication is kind of making requests. Yeah. All of these words are like adoration. Adoration. Sim- giving praise to God. Right. Confession. Confessing that we are sinful and we, we fall him. short and we need him. Um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You know, giving thanks for not only what Christ has done, but uh, like in the gospel, but also practically in our yeah. lives um, actually, I want to take back what I just said because the gospel is practical. Um, but, <laughs> That's cool. um, yeah, just thanking yeah. him for, uh, his work in our lives and then yeah. supplication. Supplication is like asking God for things that are on your heart. And I mean, sometimes physical needs or things that your heart's wrestling with. Asking God for help. And I think part of why some of these tools are helpful is because our hearts and our busy lives are often prone to jump to certain aspects of uh, prayer or reading the Bible. Right. And what, you know, that acronym is really helpful for is guiding our heart to be in the right posture before God, before we do what we usually do in prayer and is ask God to do things in our life. And so, um, that's why that's helpful. That's why the prep study was really helpful for us because usually what we are prone to do, uh, is read a passage and say, okay, but like, how does that apply in my life? And then you close the book and And you're like, I have no idea. And, and, and so what the kind of this framework does is it forces you to wrestle with some of the questions in the text before getting to the point of, okay, what's the relevance in our lives? And I feel like that acts... Mm-hmm. Are you still... No, I'm okay. just... I think that acts, adoration, confession, that thing yeah. is based off of the Lord's Prayer. Like, loosely. Yeah. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, ascribing uh, adoration to God. Mm -hmm. And it, like, walks through. So I think that's kind of cool that it's, like, loosely based off. But the the ACTS acronym thing, it's not, like, straight from the Bible. So it's not like, oh, I prayed the the biblical acts prayer yeah. that it's just a tool man-made tool yeah and and part of it is like once again framework to guide our hearts yeah um but i would also encourage people listening who are like oh i need to pray like that um and i would say no like prayer is this conversation with god yeah. where um most of my prayers throughout the day are less than a sentence and that's because, yeah. like, it's my heart communing with God and saying, God, I need joy right now. 
and that's that's my prayer. And and, and so, yeah. um, and so I I guess my encouragement in talking about these things is not to see these as formalities, but to see them as framework to help guide our hearts. Yeah. And I think it can also be helpful if you feel like your time with the Lord feels stale or rote, like, um, what's the word? What's another way to say rote? Formulaic? Is that a word? Yeah. If you feel like you are just doing a formula and checking off the box, I would say mix it up. Yeah. Like, if, if you're using the Acts prayer guide and all of a sudden you find yourself just going like, okay, supplication, praying it, okay, done. That's not... What it's that's not the goal. That's not what it's intended for. And so I think as humans, we are very prone to getting in those like formula patterns because we like formulas because then we can feel accomplished. Mm -hmm. But in our relationship with Christ, it's a relationship. And so Mm -hmm. we want to like kind of have our hearts in check. Lord, am I doing this just to check it off the box and feel like I did the right thing? Or am I doing this out of love for you? And part of that, for for personally for me, sometimes the formula actually helps my heart fall more in love. Mm. So if you aren't feeling a hunger for the word, one of my professors in college said, if you don't feel hungry for God's word, I would... he was telling his own experience. I set a timer for myself and said six minutes. I'm going to sit down and read the Bible or pray for six minutes. And tomorrow I'm going to do it for seven minutes. And I don't remember the end of the story, but basically after doing it out of a discipline that way, his heart started yearning for it. And that has been true for me as well. And the Bible app, the free Bible studies on the Bible app have been super helpful for me. If you're a checkmark person, like there are literally little checkmarks just to help you keep track of your progress. And, and then huge, I, I, this is what I really recommend. I do the Bible study on my phone and then I screenshot things that really stick Mm -hmm. out to me. And so Romans 15, 13 was screenshotted on my phone And I love that because I can text it to a friend easily and I just like having it there. So Yeah, that's super helpful as we think about... I want to quickly kind of rush through the rest of those letters and prep prep study. Um, But I think that that's helpful because this is a discipline. We talk about disciplines of the spiritual life and... um, at the end of the day, I think hunger is the best analogy because when you're not hungry, you got, you still got it. Your body still needs food. And so, and so as we eat, sometimes we stretch the stomach. And I think it's a great analogy for the word because sometimes as we develop the discipline, we don't have that hunger in certain seasons. And I definitely have that, um, pretty much any, 
week, there's a day or a few days where I don't have a hunger to get in the word and it, it requires discipline. Right. But then that discipline grows a hunger yeah. because as I see Romans fifteen thirteen connecting with my heart and my life, I start to realize, God, I need you. And that truth that I read in the word, it's speaking life into me. And so, um, as we consume the word, it, it grows our hunger. Yes. And sometimes that's a discipline and sometimes it's a feast. But um, as we do it, we, we get in this posture of, God, I just want to grow in my relationship with you. And I know that these things don't earn my right. place at your table, but yes. that you invite me here. And I, and I encourage you to view your time... Um, in the word and in prayer as sitting at the table with Jesus where doing these things didn't earn you a spot there, but he gave you a spot there so that you can do these things. Yeah. And so as we do it, I'm just going to walk through the rest of those letters. Yep. We pray, read, evaluate, and then pray again, because this is a great spot as you wrestle through those questions. Uh, pray, God, God, show me what this means in my life. And then summarize, write it out in your own words. Really yeah. helpful discipline. And then title Which can it. be a sentence or a paragraph or however. Yeah. Yeah. Title it. Put a title at the top of your page. And this is a great way to summarize what is this talking about in one short phrase. So, so if we were going to title this, it could be. The source of hope. There you go. And then title, utilize, how am I going to put this into practice in my life today? Difficulties, what don't I understand? Write down questions that you can go to a friend, a pastor, talk to them about it. A commentary. It. And then yield. Come to God and say, God, you are the God of all hope. And you are the source of joy and peace and so I'm going to depend upon your Holy Spirit today to walk in the realities of the gospel that I didn't earn these things, but that you, by your blood, made a way for me to have hope. And so I want to walk today in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I ask that you would help hope to abound not only in my heart, but in my life today. And right now, I am thinking of so many of you who have sent us messages that are so meaningful to us, talking about how our videos or the podcasts have helped you in your journey. So I'm thinking of you today as we pray this for you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.